0: Hey, we've got a quick couple of, uh, of announcements just before we get into this week's episode. Yep. Jones, man, take the first one.
1: Yeah, first of all, uh, congratulations to my older brother and Jenna on getting married on the time of recording. They'll be getting married today. So, yeah, fucking proud of them, love Excellent. them, and wish them uh, the best and Congrats. happy life
0: here. Congrats to Shane and Jenna. Lovely stuff. Yep. Uh, and the second one is we're actually doing our... This is probably just for our Melbourne-based audience. Unless anyone wants to make the flight out. We're doing our first two live events. Uh, We're doing meetups. The first one is the 26th of April, and it's all about public speaking. And the second one is the 3rd of May, and it's uh, about business. What's the title of the second one?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Have you got the title there? Mate, we've got a fucking stinker of a title. (laughs) Have you got it? I think it's five ways, five five paradigm shifting ideas to... Revolutionise your fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> it might, might work I think uh, I think we're going to change that that title. But <laughs> we might be overselling it. <laughs> yeah, it'll nah, it's going to be good though. The,
0: actually, the public speaking one will be good. The public speaking one, I believe, it's at uh, right near Flinders Street Station. Yeah. Anyone who wants to come along, it's a free night. And uh, yeah, you get to meet us. We'll meet, meet Adam with... Jones. He's a legend.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, mate, let's get our uh, yeah. Time for the book. Enough of us. Welcome back to What well, You Will Learn. My name is Adam Ashton. Hello, hello, hello. Today we've got a, a book called Rework, Change the Way You Work Forever. By
0: Jason Freed and David Hanemeyer Hanson, DHH. Yeah, we'll go with that, we'll go with that. The D-man. Uh, some people might get offended if they're, I feel like these guys have a, almost a cult following. Do they? Uh, yeah. Mate, they're, they're, their products are massive. Yeah. Massive in terms of uh, popularity within yep. that tight tribe.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, what did you think of the book, mate?
0: I liked it. What did you think?
1: I thought it was extremely average. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's why, why I'm surprised yes. they've
1: got um, yeah, a large product line that sells, because maybe I'm missing something. Cause, <laughs> you, you know, I'm like sure it, their philosophies it. are great, but it was just, for me, it was like, yeah, a bit of a boring read, but, you know, don't tune out, listeners, because... Uh, <laughs> I liked it. Because we like got here who loved it, <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, we're going to try and... So just...
0: similar, I guess, to Buddhist camp, similar to anything you want in terms of the structure of short, one-page, uh, you know, title, blog post style, you know, 200, 300-word thoughts. Yeah, I liked it. And it's called Rework, and it's meant to be about doing things differently. So it's sort of like going against the traditional... It's all about business, but it's doing things that aren't mainstream, I guess. Would, yeah. you, would you agree?
1: Yeah, I agree. So they just test a lot of things that are mainstream and then... I think that's the it's part. The opposite, yeah, right? that is to the opposite. Yeah, basically. I like it. Just so, as a
0: real super quick summary, uh, the company used to be called Thirty Seven Signals when they wrote this book. It's now called Basecamp. The biggest uh, is uh, the biggest uh, product is a project management software called Basecamp. They've got other things like a customer relationship management tool. They've got uh, like an instant messaging tool for businesses, and they've they actually pretty much developed the open source software Ruby on Rails. Yeah, which that's is uh, big, that's huge, yeah, huge, absolutely huge. All
1: right, man. Let's so get stuck in. We've got Yeah, we've got to many, how, So there's what? About, to get there's about
0: sixty things we picked about twenty or so. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, roughly. So yeah,
0: you wanted to you wanted to do about three and <laughs> do a short episode. <laughs>
1: Well, it's a, I to, it's a popular book. It's got it's got a high rating on Goodreads, so I'm one of the outliers, <laughs> I guess, in this case.
0: So the first section is called Takedowns, and the first uh, blog post we're going to talk about the first section we're going to talk about is Ignore the Real World.
1: Yep. Yeah. So yeah, it says scratch the surface and you'll find these real world inhabitants that are filled with uh, pessimism and despair. I really like that.
0: Yeah that's nice and so everyone uh, it's
1: all those people say at university or when you're a bit young and are like oh yeah you'll be approaching the real world in a few years yeah. or whatever <laughs> yeah you know anyone who's like that there uh, are yeah, just
0: yeah exactly yeah. and if, if you tell someone their idea and they're like yeah that's a nice idea but it'll never work in the real world yeah but you need to think who's saying that to you don't believe them maybe that's their real world but it doesn't have to be your real yeah. world
1: it's really the royal's whatever the fuck you want it to Yeah, be. <laughs> <laughs> exactly
0: I like this the, the two sentences at the end Uh, The real world isn't a place, it's an excuse. It's a justification for not trying. So, yeah, fuck the the real world. Yeah, love that. Uh,
1: Next was learning
0: from mistakes is overrated. And just to... Yeah, basically they say, you know, try if you fail, failing's good. But they're saying that failing means you learn what doesn't work. You don't necessarily learn what works. So it doesn't guarantee you're going to work the next time. They're saying they'd rather have someone with a track record of success.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I really like that because it's almost... It's made sexy now, isn't it's a failure and it? Failure mainstream. Yeah. It probably like makes you have lower standards because you accept mm. failure rather than accepting just pure high quality and, and having success in some cases. For sure. So yeah, didn't mind that. And uh, next one is pretty cool as well. Enough with the entrepreneurs. Yeah,
0: in in quotation marks, entrepreneurs. I think too many people refer to themselves as entrepreneurs. Yeah,
1: know. it's just a it's a shit word now, isn't it? Yes, yeah.
0: it doesn't it doesn't have the same meaning used to. They say it's got too much baggage. Yeah, uh, it's outdated. It's old and smelly, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just done. the word's done. They said, "Call it. You call yourself a starter. So you start things. Yeah, or do something different. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Entrepreneurs too, too
1: much overused. Yeah, it's a bumble. Anyway, uh, so next section was go go. So one chapter we liked, or especially you liked start. <laughs> 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 what, uh, what it's, yeah, like, it start making something.
0: So start making something. So it's good, you know, people say, oh, I had the idea, I just never did it, or oh, I wish I could do that. But, you know, dreaming, wishing, planning, thinking about it, that's all bullshit. Just yeah. The only thing that matters is doing. So start doing, start doing something that matters. Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. And next, no time is no excuse. Sounds like Elon Musk to me. Yeah. Your thoughts on Elon Musk. Yeah, definitely. Time is never an excuse. We've covered that before. People like Elon Musk in the world at the exact same time that we do. So, yeah, we can't really use uh, use time, I don't think.
0: Yeah, and as a few other books have said, that there's no perfect time. You There's never going to be a, a, an opportunity where
1: everything lines up, and so if you're waiting for the perfect yeah. time, you're going to be waiting for a long time. Yeah, I saw a sick video by Gary Vaynerchuk the other day, which is like, you know, just blatantly you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Yeah, very interesting, because, yeah. Uh, yeah, we are going to die, and, yeah, you gonna well, do yeah. this shit now if you want to get it done. Nice. Yeah. Uh, well, what was next, man? Uh, outside money is plan Z.
0: Yeah, so basically, people are saying, you know, they, they say that you shouldn't be looking for outside investors for money. You should do whatever you can to either use your own money or your own sources or mm-hmm. use as little money as possible. Don't get outside money because then someone else is going to have the control.
1: Yep. Bang on. Next section was progress. Yep. So be a curator. So he's, what he means by that is like, if you're building content or anything like that, don't be afraid to cut a lot of the shit or a lot of the fat just to, until you're left with the good stuff.
0: Yeah. They said that if you've got a, a room that's full of uh, of paintings, it's not a museum. That's just a warehouse. Yeah. So, the museum is good because it doesn't just put everything. It only puts the best stuff.
1: Yep. Uh, next one, focus on what won't change. So. A lot of companies they're just always focusing on the next big thing, but there's some universal principles or whatever things are just always going to be constant. So just always just have that as your core and focus on that first.
0: Yeah, exactly. Don't get caught up in the latest trends and don't try and chase the market. Basically, they're saying their example is that their software they just make it. Fast, they make it easy to use, they make it simple. Yep. So they're saying, no one's going to say, oh, I wish this software was harder to use. So it's, it's never going to change. People are always going to want it simple. So focus on the things that people always want.
1: Yep. Next, sell your uh, byproducts. So there's always probably something you haven't thought about that you could actually sell to around your main uh, business or whatever you're making money from mainly. Yeah, definitely.
0: And the example they use is, say, in Timber Yards, They used to just sell planks of wood, but then they saw there's all this sawdust and all these offcuts that that they could package up and sell for other things. So they say, you know, they use it for synthetic uh, fireplace logs, for mulch, for um, like cork boards, for fuel, uh, in concrete, all this other stuff. And they say that's an obvious one because you can see the sawdust there, but even if you're in a service business, there's going to be something else that's a byproduct that you don't even realize that you could monetize as well.
1: Yeah, you might be someone who's got twenty years of this vital, awesome experience and in a skill in a certain area, and you might even be able to sell as an online course or write a book about it mm. and build products for yourself. So love it. There's always stuff out there. Uh, next launch now, which we've kind of kind of touched on, mate.
0: Yeah, just always get it out there. Don't. There's. It's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be finished. So get it out there now. Yeah, just rock it. I think it's a Reed Hoffman quote. Uh, the founder of LinkedIn and formerly of PayPal before that, who said, I think it's him, and he said that if you're not embarrassed by your first, the first iteration of the product you launch, then you've launched too late. So, yeah. a, so get it out there as soon as possible, even yeah. if it's embarrassing at the when you look back.
1: Yeah, love it. Uh, next section of the book was on productivity. So yeah,
0: reasons to quit. Uh, he says, it's it's easy to put your head down and just work on what you think needs to be done, but it's a lot harder to pull your head up and ask why you're doing it. So that's, again, I guess that productivity versus, uh, hang on. Yeah. Efficiency versus effectiveness. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, spot on. And that, yeah, you can put your head down and work really hard, but you need to probably work out what you should be doing first. Yeah,
1: exactly right. Yeah, you can... Uh, yeah, find the most, the highest leverage of your time, of what you could be doing, for what you value.
0: So, so you should ask yourself, why are you doing this? What problem are you solving? Is this actually useful, and are you adding value? Yep. So, just yeah, a few questions to ask yourself. So, yeah,
1: just on adding value, adds adding something is easy, and adding value is hard. Mm, nice. Yeah. So that's not me, mate. That's uh, the book.
0: I haven't highlighted that. That's <laughs> that's, that's good a good one. one. I should, should have highlight
1: that. One. that for later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. Can, Next is competitors. So this is another section which we're flying through at the moment. Uh, who cares what they're doing?
0: Yep. Basically, don't. If you're getting too caught up in the competition and what your what your competitors are doing, you're definitely getting caught up in the wrong thing. Yeah. Don't
1: try and copy them or even yeah. make something better. You're better off trying to change the rules. He says. And uh, yeah, just do something. Do something different. Do your yeah. own thing.
0: Focus on yourself. Don't focus on them.
1: Yep. Next section was uh, evolution. Solution. So yep. be at home good yep so what he means by that is if you got a product don't make it just good in the store so it's yeah. sexy in the store make it so it's very usable at home and you and the product will do much better if it's good at home because they'll just obviously tell their friends and that's real way of uh, organic growth
0: yeah people don't want to think that they, they go in the shop and it's really good and then they get home and it's just average they'll just yeah. feel ripped off so make sure it's good at home as well
1: yep uh, don't write it down. So if you listen to enough customers or enough people, you'll get find out what your product needs. So just speak yeah. to them and you will, really won't have to write anything like that down.
0: Yeah, and they were saying that don't write down every single complaint or every single suggestion because the things that actually matter are going to keep coming up and keep coming up. Yep. So it's like if you get 100 things, don't write down all 100 the ones that's really important, you're going to get told 20 times and that's the one that you should focus on. So you'll know.
1: Mm. Yeah, That's it. Uh, Next section was promotion. Uh, He says, out-teach your competition. So with that is like, just focus on teaching something of value rather than just focusing on selling the whole
0: time. Yeah. And it's sort of like, if people decide they want something, you're you're too late to market to them. If you're just trying to advertise to people who've already decided, you're too late. Mm. You need to be there from the start before they even know they want it and educate them the whole way through. So, you're always so then, as soon as they realize they need something, you're the first thing that comes to mind.
1: Yep. Yeah, you end up being the authority on the matter, and uh, yeah, you've, you've probably got the sale. Uh, yep. The next chapter was emulate chefs, and this is a similar kind of principle. Sh- chefs share everything they know with like cookbooks, and that's how the biggest chefs in the world uh, become the biggest chefs, is because their cookbooks sell so well.
0: Yeah, if you think of the big chefs like uh, Jamie Oliver or Heston Blumenthal, like, all their recipes are out there. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if Heston's out yeah. Who's the second dude? Mate, he's the crazy guy who does the fat duck, who does, like, the smoke inside the... Don't know, mate. mate it's, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, But if you think of all the big chefs, all their recipes are available for you to look at. Yeah. So obviously that's not what's making the difference. So don't be so protective of your, of your ideas and don't try and hide everything because yeah, mm-hmm. sharing sharing's better. It.
1: Next was drug dealers get get it right. So if it, if you you know if there's a drug dealer in the middle of the, the street corner, then he's ready to give you a you know give someone a little bit of cocaine or something, <laughs> just a little bit of a trial before they end up buying the product.
0: Yeah, that's it. Give them a little freebie. Give them a little taste, a little, and they'll they'll come back for more. Yeah. I'll, uh, a very recent example for me I just used a program called Calendly like a scheduling system mm. and it was like two weeks free and then you got the free it's free so you can book the free or there's like an $8 a month version mm. and so they give you a trial of the $8 a month version for two weeks you're done I'm, I, I just you're paid booked. I paid for the full year <laughs> I signed up for months <laughs> mate, it's, it's it, they isn't. gave me a taste mate and yeah. I'm just addicted now so yeah we're, we're not to like with stuff. Calendly
1: or anything <laughs> <laughs> uh all right, so next section was hiring, do it yourself first. This comes up quite a bit, of I'd say. Don't hire uh, people until you've completed the task first.
0: Yeah, so that's similar like to the e-myth, saying start at the bottom and work your way up because a few reasons, you'll actually understand what the work requires and then that will make you a better manager because you'll know what a good job looks like, you know how hard it is, you can empathise mm-hmm. and you'll know where you need to tweak and improve uh, the people when someone else finally takes that role. Yeah.
1: Uh, that's it hire managers of one so come up with your own goals and execute or the people around you let them make their own goals and ex- execute on themselves so touching on that principle a little bit of autonomy and uh, what that means yeah. to your work
0: yeah spot on if you're you don't want to you don't want your uh, the people below you to require you all the time you to tell them what to do you need people who, who can take that initiative have that autonomy go out there and
1: do things for themselves be a manager of one mm. Hire a great writer, so he reckons you should put a, a large emphasis on uh, someone's writing skills if you're hiring. It just shows that they're clear in uh, putting down their thoughts on the paper, and that's one of the most important skills. Yeah,
0: and he says that being a great writer is also an indication that they're clear thinkers, they're good communicators in general, they make things easy to understand. And basically, uh, Scott Adams, the author of the creative Dilbert, the cartoon, mm-hmm. he talks about saying... You should try and combine skills, and he says things like public speaking can be combined with any skill. So if you're like if you're half good at something, it's better to focus on becoming a better public speaker because you can combine awesome public speaking skills with your average uh, everyday skills. So I think this is similar to this point, like. If you can focus on becoming a good writer, it shows okay. you're a clear thinker, a good communicator.
1: Something It's a skill you're going to get like public speaking. It's a skill you're going to have in everything you do, no yeah. matter what you do. So it's probably a good investment is learning how to write and do public speaking. Next was how to say you're sorry. So a good a good apology accepts responsibility and you show that uh, the buck stops with you and you Yeah. You're copying it, it's not a sorry but.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, as Dr. Rick Brinkman would say. He's fucking cat. <laughs> <laughs> so Dr. Rick had that video, The Art of the Apology. Yeah, he, he had some funny gags in there. Yeah, yeah. Inappropriate, politically incorrect. He's a great guy. dude. <laughs> and, and I'll do, but he's, a, he's
1: a great dude. So yeah,
0: as you say, no, no sorry but. And they use examples in this book here. You know, the, a typical line you might see is, we apologise for any inconvenience this may have caused. He says, like, firstly, we apologize, that's bullshit, say I apologize, because yeah. everyone sees we, and they're like, who's we? Just who the fuck? Yeah, yeah. And fine. the other one is, is any inconvenience, it's like, yeah, you fucked up, it's yeah. not just an inconvenience, like, if something doesn't work, it could have been a major meltdown, Yep. and then saying this may have caused, it's almost like saying, oh, if, if you had an issue, I guess that's that's bad, if it may have happened, but, like, that's, that's no
1: good. Like yeah, it fucking happened, so it happened. Don't say it may have happened. <laughs> it fucking happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> decisions are temporary, so yeah, it's with that idea that a lot of people make a problem out of something that's that's not there yet. Yeah. So just don't. Yeah. Don't. Don't worry.
0: Yeah, exactly. So they're saying like, if you're discussing potential ideas or decisions that you need to make, and then someone says, "Oh, but what if this happens?" He's, they're saying that, you know, don't worry about the what-ifs. Make your decision based on what's happening now. Yep. And then you can change it. Decisions aren't permanent. If you can change your decision, don't stress about too much about what can happen in the future because you can
1: always change it. I heard a concept uh, on the James Altitude podcast this morning. It was like ready, fire, aim. So that kind of mm. thing. Just, just go for it and then nice. aim later. And then tweak it accordingly. Tweak, tweak away. Next was Sounds Like You. This, uh, this is just saying... Right to read, not to just write. So with it, have a have a purpose in what you're trying to write, so the person can read and understand. Don't just write for the sake of yeah. just writing and making yourself look like a good academic writer.
0: And I, yeah, that's like uh, in a in another book uh, we have done or are going to do called "Write to Sell," hmm. uh, about saying don't be a points, don't be a you know a real. Real sort of high class writing to show Fucking, off. Fucking, yeah. Yeah. Don't try and show off with your big vocabulary and fancy words. Just yeah. write so someone can actually read and understand it. Make it simple. it.
1: Next was four-letter
0: words. So. <laughs> I like this bit in here. Though. like yeah, There are four-letter words you should never use in business, and we're not talking fuck, shit, or cunt. <laughs> 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 I said the four-letter words they're referring to are need, must, can't, easy, just, only, and fast. So they reckon they're, they're killers. Yeah, just doesn't like those words. Don't use need because nothing needs to be done. Don't use can't because there's probably a way to do it. Yep. Don't use easy because it's sort of like you're making a judgment. Oh, that this task is going to be easy to do, not necessarily true.
1: Yeah. Hang on. Uh, conclusion. So at the end now, uh, inspiration is perishable, which is pretty good. Pretty good ending, I thought. I like this as an ending. Yeah. So yeah, inspiration has an uh, expiration date. If you want to do something, just do it now. If you're inspired to do something and if you sleep on it, you'll wake up and your inspiration's gone. So <laughs> yeah. if you've got it, just go out and uh, get shit done because yeah. your most productive time is when you're very inspired to do something and you'll yeah. just smash it.
0: Exactly. They say everyone's got ideas and ideas are immortal. Ideas are always going to be there. But when you get that wave of inspiration, go for it. And he's like, if you get that wave of inspiration on a Friday night, write the whole weekend off and just focus on that for the whole weekend because you've got the inspiration. Do it then and there.
1: Yep. Uh, yeah, I read a story during the week, I don't remember exactly, but it's exactly this, the same as that. So Microsoft, when they opened Windows 3, which is, so Microsoft was struggling until Windows 3 came along, and it, I think it came across on a chance encounter at a party between two employees on a Friday night, mm. and they went off on that weekend in that moment of inspiration and and built Windows 3, or the start <laughs> of Windows That's 3, sick. just without one bit of inspiration. <laughs> so if that never happened, Microsoft wouldn't have uh, yeah. been around.
0: I love it. Well, mate. Now that we've got to the end of, we've done the best bits from it. What do you reckon?
1: Yeah, it's a bit better now, mate. It's a bit of a, <laughs> as I was reading, I was like, "Yeah," but yeah, it's yeah, good shit.
0: Yeah, I think it's good. Simple, different
1: ideas, different way of thinking about things, and it's a bit different. To your classic uh, business book, I guess, in that sense. Yeah, but I, I felt for me, it was like aiming at some of the norms and just going against it for the sake mm. of going against it. That was for me anyway.
0: Yeah. It's uh, it is two hundred and seventy pages, but every second page is like a uh, sort of a, a graph. It's probably more like one hundred and fifty pages, mm. or even less. Actually, they said it's twenty seven thousand words in here. Yeah, they said they cut uh, the second last draft was fifty seven thousand words. Thanks, fucking
1: god. <laughs> 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 Otherwise, three hours. <laughs> So all you need to do is listen to this potty, and then uh, that's the best stuff. That's, that's it. I like it.
0: I, I can have a read if, if you're a big read. Have yeah. a read. It's so, it's something different. As I say, mate, it, it's
1: got a lot of good reviews on Goodreads. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, I'm the only one. Yeah, no. Anyway, um, yeah, should we sing it? Yep. Yeah, yeah let's sing
0: it. Rework. Gotta realize your rework. Change the way that you work forever. Gotta realize your rework. Don't call yourself entrepreneur. You're just a hey? this book should have been
1: reworked. reworked. <laughs> Cut down the words to ten. <laughs> go 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 go! Sell your byproducts but launch now. Never gonna be a better time. Four letter word,
0: not to use business, me can easy. The guy on the street corner with
1: his cocaine is a motherfucking genius, businessman genius, fucker. Heston Blumenthal has a really good food. When you get inside, you've only got one shot, use that shit. Do, 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 do. do it yourself
0: first before you hire someone.
1: Gotta go to this
0: world, dear. Hire great products and be a good public speaker.
1: Skill for that. Skill for that. And the good go 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 <laughs> Rework. Change the way you work forever. I think you we'll rework a little bit. of just more of that. Cut out, cut out the fact you're Cut out the fact. We like that shit come that, that motherfucker